Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. It is Friday, April 28th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by MLB 9 Innings. That is not my man, Trevor Plouffe. That is my man, Jolly Olive. I am Chris Rose. Producer Dan, along for the ride as well. The reason you are here, my friend, is that you saved the day. Plouffe and I had a little miscommunication on availability, and so you got a last-minute call. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Chris, I should be thanking you. I love coming on baseball today. Come on. Yeah, it's a fun show. It's a fun show, and people love having you on. They're like... He is so thoughtful and smart. I was like, yeah, he is way brighter than the normal two idiots. That are wow. so thank you for being here. A uh, quick Love reminder you. that today's episode is sponsored by MLB nine innings, which has a wide variety of game modes from league mode where users play through an entire season to live play by play. They have over 2000 player cards to collect and use in your dream roster. Speaking of which they have the most up-to-date rosters, team logos, ballparks, uniforms heck probably even concessions and they're introducing new historic players to mlb nine innings roster like larry walker walter johnson hank aaron mike schmidt trevor hoffman all hall of famers so download and play mlb nine innings 23 today with the link in the description and oh by the way we will have our mlb nine innings question of the week coming up in mere moments but let's start off with this as we look ahead to the weekend a world series rematch starting tonight in philadelphia uh what would surprise you more the Astros missing out on what would be a seventh straight ALCS appearance or Philly missing the playoffs altogether? That is a great question uh, to kick off the show because the Astros have looked, aside from that Brave series, they've looked weirdly human so far this year. You know, smidge over 500 plays so far. But I'm going to have to say the Astros missing out on the ALCS because as they say on Talking Baseball, the American League runs through the Houston Astros, and it's been that way for over half a decade at this point. As much as I respect the Phillies, and you, know, you can't take them lightly anymore after that World Series run, the National League looks top-heavy this year. Now, you have those two teams at the top of the East and West that you expect to grab playoff spots, and then the Diamondbacks have come out of nowhere. The Pirates are the best team in baseball right now at 18-8. and eight. I don't know how easy it is going to be for Philly to get in because things have looked a little shaky so far, although they've been playing better as of late. You just can't bet on anyone else besides the Houston Astros. You can't count them out. You know, Ploof and I have a, a lot of discussions about this, that once you get to the baseball playoffs, life just wreaks havoc because you can be a great team like the Dodgers who won 111 games last year. And in four games against the Padres, your season could go kaplooey. So it's so hard to make it from one round to the next. But if there's a team in an organization I believe in, it's the Houston Astros. It's that simple. I'm not going to say they're not going to reach the ALCS because even the one year in the shortened season when you were, I think they were sub 500. They were like 29 and 31 in the That's 60 right. game season. And you were like, oh God, they barely made the playoffs. And then they had this amazing run just to make it all the way to the ALCS where they bowed out against Tampa. So I'm not betting against them. Uh, no they, they have... They have had has some slow starts in recent years, even when they've been at the top of their game. By the way, Jose Abreu, four extra base hits in the first month. No homers. No Jose Altuve. Uh, I know that Dubon has been unreal. I think he's got a 20-game hitting streak. You know, he wow. hits safely in every game so far in the month of April. He's been sensational. But they do miss Jose Altuve at the top of that lineup. They're going to be fine. 
With Philly, the question is, I don't know if Pittsburgh's for real. We'll talk about them in a second. I don't know if Arizona's for real. I do know that the Dodgers are going to be better than 500. I do know that the Padres are going to be better than one game under 500. I do know that the Cardinals are going to be substantially better than six or seven games under 500, whatever they are right now. So my question is, who's Philly definitely better than that's going to contend for something? I mean, that's the question. You outlined it beautifully. Because if you're a baseball fan, or if you're a National League fan, I should say you expect Braves, Mets, Padres, Dodgers, Cardinals to kind of be there, right? So that's five teams taking Uh up six spots. The Brewers have looked great so far. I mean, how many teams Uh do we know that the Phillies are certainly better than? They are playing, you know, without some of their guys right now. But Trey Turner's off to a slow start. The pitching staff hasn't looked great so far, especially the guy guys at the top, Nola and Wheeler. And the Phillies started slow last year, and then they went on that magical run. So it's certainly not out of the question, but I'd much rather bet on that than the Astros not winning their first playoff round because even with the Mariners giving them a real run for their money in that DS last year, the Astros still swept them. And let's remember, Philly was the sixth seed. They weren't like the three seed last year. They eked in right at the end with like 87 wins or something. I think it's going to be a hard push for them. I'm not saying they can't get in, particularly with Bryce Harper hopefully coming back the final four months of the year. But it's just going to be a, an uphill battle. And that's okay. Those guys are grinders. All right, uh, let's look ahead to two more series this weekend. Which one are you more excited for? The first ever series in Mexico City, that'll be the Padres and the Giants, or the first series of the season between your beloved Mets playing O's to the Atlanta Braves? Excited is a strong word. I think I'm a little bit more terrified for the Atlanta Braves to be coming in uh, to City Field. Uh, I think the Mexico City series is going to be great, especially because the Giants have been playing a lot better recently. They took three or four from the Cardinals. They split a series with my Mets. They've been playing much better baseball. And they have a Padres team that's reeling a little bit right now. And they could make some noise and get out to a much better start in the West there. Uh, Plus a series in a new city is always going to be really fun. I'm excited to see how the ballpark looks and how the teams play. Uh, But for me, this Braves-Mets series is a huge one. Uh, The last time the Braves played at City Field, the Mets took four or five. Uh, That's obviously not how the end of the season went there, but there's a lot of fireworks when Atlanta comes to play in New York and the pitching matchups are pretty potent. You got Max Freed pitching, Spencer Strider coming off a 13 strikeout performance. The Mets and Braves always put on a good show, even if I wasn't on the winning side of it last year. So that's definitely the one I'm a little bit more excited for. How much does it bother New York fans the way the season ended last year? Let's remember, it came down to the final week, it was essentially a playoff series before the playoffs started, and the Braves ended up sweeping the Mets. It, what it was Dansby Swanson and Matt Olson, I think that each homered, that homered in each game, right, right down there, and the Mets had their pitching lined up. It was everybody, all their studs, and they all got their brains pretty much beat in, and so that's like the lasting memory of this rivalry. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough pill to swallow, obviously, at the time. And it's weird because at the end of the day, both teams won 101 games and then they both lost in their first playoff series. So it's right. kind of a race to nowhere, if you could say that. Uh, but there's obviously a chip on the shoulder for the Mets because the Braves got the last laugh. I think they went 10 and 9 on the season series. 
but winning the last one was the most important because it gave you the division. And this is a Braves team that runs the NLEs. They win the division almost every year. And I'm sure that's kind of the hump that the Mets want to get over in this upcoming season. Can they be the top dog in the National League East? The Phillies are still going to be there for the stretch run of things as well. It's not just the Braves that are going to be in the way. The Marlins are playing good baseball. They just beat the Braves in a huge upset win. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Come on. We got Marlins fans. There's at least five Marlins fans listening. Come on. Yeah, but that's fine. And they'll say the same thing. They can't hit worse shit. Oh, um, no. Here's the only disappointing thing is that Verlander's not there yet. And if it had been prior to this year, it wouldn't have been a big deal. But you go from 19 regular season meetings down to 13. So now you got 10. Maybe he gets two starts against the Braves unless they shuffle things up. It's just, it just kind of sucks a little bit. It does. And I mean, you know, hopefully you get Scherzer for the Monday game because this is a wraparound series. So hopefully his 10 games are up by then they can get one max start. But yeah, it falls in a tough area of the calendar for the Mets. And hopefully the guys that are the depth pieces can put their best foot forward. I do want to say this very quickly about the Mexico City series. We've had a bunch of games played in Monterey, Mexico, but never before in Mexico City. Uh, I always love it when we play baseball outside of areas that we're normally accustomed to. You talk, uh, you talked a little bit about excited to see the series. I'm excited to hear the series. Mm. I always love it when we play in different places because the sounds are so different. Definitely. And I mean, we got a nice tease with that, with the World Baseball Classic, which is always mm-hmm. fun. And uh, especially with some of those teams that you didn't expect to be in the semifinal, like Team Mexico, those crowds can get mm-hmm. really, really loud. And with San Diego being so close to the border, they do have somewhat of a following. Uh, in Mexico. I don't know if it travels all the way to Mexico City, but we will find out this weekend uh, in that two-game series. Jolly, I know you're in your early to mid-20s, but it is never too early for you to start protecting your face. Take good care of your skin. Take it from somebody who is more than twice your age, young man, okay? Skincare products from Caldera Lab. It is nature's purest and most potent ingredients. They are backed by a leading clinical trial where nine out of 10 men experienced healthier and a visibly improved skin. Caldera Lab has all the tools to unlock your best first impression and your confidence as well. They have this thing called a regimen bundle. It is twice a day routine to transform your skin. I'm telling you, you want to do this. So the three things are a thing called the clean slate, which is a balancing cleanser that uses gentle plant-based cleansing a base layer that is a nutrient-dense fortifying moisturizer that hydrates your skin. And then finally, a thing called The Good that is their go-to at night before bed and clinically proven multifunctional serum that helps your skin look tighter and smoother as well as to help reduce visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. I am thankful. I've always had youthful skin. Now I'm at the age where I gotta start working on it. So that's why Caldera Lab comes in handy. On top of that, get 20% off with the code today, calderalab.com. That is 20% off at calderalab.com by using the code word today. Unlock your youthful glow. Be ready for summer with Caldera Lab. Rose, you still we have continue. your youthful glow. Come on. Yeah, well, it depends. That's because <laughs> I've got a smoke show of a wife. I can be honest. That's going to be over. All right. You mentioned the Pirates. Best record in the National League. They head into Washington this weekend, 10 games over 500 for the first time since 2015. How good a chance do they have of being this year's Orioles? Well, Rosie, there's one key here. 
in my opinion, that the Pirates have not had in a long time. You know, the guys in the lineup are hidden. Kutch is leading the way. Brian Reynolds got the extension. Very, very good. It's the rotation. Uh, did you know mm-hmm. the Pittsburgh Pirates have thrown 17 quality starts this year? And that's the most yes. in baseball by a three-start margin. And the guys that are doing it, old man Rich Hill, how about it? Vince Velasquez, a bunch of teams tried to figure him out. Maybe the Pirates finally did. My guy, Mitch Keller, who I really thought would finally break out the season with his new sinker, has looked awesome. He struck out 10 guys last night against the Dodgers. That is the key for the Pirates. If they can get six quality innings every night, there's no reason why they can't continue to go on this stretch run. Do I think this is the year? I think they might still be one year away waiting for a lot of those top prospects to come up, including Andy Rodriguez, who I really like. But these Pirates, if they keep pitching, there's no reason why they can't keep winning. I feel like we've discussed the Pirates about every third day on the show just because they've been so interesting the first month. The first thing we said about them was, hey, they finally have a recognizable everyday lineup, Mm. right? You bring in guys that, (laughs) you know, one of the most popular players in franchise history and Andrew McCutcheon, 37-year-old Carlos Santana, who's played a a ton of playoff games in his career. They've got guys that you can legitimately say are major leaguers, and that's been a nice thing for them. Our guy on the Rose rotation, Austin Hedges, there was a really nice write-up on him on MLB.com. I get it. The guy doesn't even hit 200, but that doesn't matter. What he has meant to this pitching staff, getting guys to trust what's going on back there, particularly with the pitch clock and those adjustments. And, you know, whether it's guys who haven't made it, who have zigzagged from team to team, or young guys who are finally getting their chance, he is a calming influence there. I also have loved watching the back end of their bullpen. David Bednar is exceptional back there. He has just continued to dominate. They've got this kid, Dwayne Underwood. He's not a big strikeout guy, but he has done his job in a setup role. Um, It's interesting. They talked to Kutch about the 2012 team, which was the team that was just before they kind of went on that mini run between 2013 and 2015. And he said, don't bring up that team. We were talented. We were learning, but we failed down the stretch. I think they went 16 and 36 in their last 52 games. And he said that was a kick in the gut for him. He feels like this team is way, way better than that. Now, can they be over 500 like the Orioles were a year ago? Still don't know if I'm in that for the long haul with this squad. I just don't feel it. But, man, if they had an 80-win season, to me, that is a huge step forward. I mean, you mentioned last year's Orioles, and I definitely see where you're coming from because they had a, a banger of a lineup. They had a lot of guys that could hit the ball hard. Right. But they did it with the rotation of Jordan Lyles, Spencer Watkins, who's not even in the major leagues right now, Tyler Wells. Like they didn't have the names in their rotation either. And they were still able to get a hundred plus innings from all of those guys of quality pitching. And I think that is the key for the pirates. I really do. Cause they have hitters that will hit for the foreseeable future. And it's just a matter of, can they stay in the ball game on the other side of the ball? And also I think, listen, they're, they're missing. O'Neill Cruz has been extremely inconsistent. As exciting as he is, you can't count on him, but you'd love to have him out there just because you want to see the growth potential. They also don't have G-Man Choi right now. He's on the 60-day injured list. Uh, That's another potent bat that they could be missing from the left side. So we'll see how it all plays out. Listen, Pittsburgh, I am rooting for you. I I want to be talking about you playing important games in September, not shriveling down the stretch. And I hope you could prove me wrong because I said it all – all six months last year about Baltimore. I said it every month about Baltimore, how I'm not buying you. I don't believe you. 
and they were in it. They were in it until like two to three weeks to go. It felt like. So well, Rosie, they have a, they have their first real test coming up after this national series, because it's three yeah. at the trot versus the Rays, and then three at yeah. home versus the blue Jays. So we'll see. I know, but then it gets a little softer and then it, but the, the whole schedule thing, I, I don't like talking about it because this year it's so different. Everybody mm-hmm. plays everybody. Right. Like they already got rid of, they already finished their series with the Houston Astros this year. So they don't have a three game series against them. They have to worry about with that, that sort of stuff, whatever. Um, Speaking of another interesting series, playoff rematch alert, Seattle at Toronto this weekend. Which team is it more important for to take the next step this season? Oh, good question. Uh, so these are two teams that are in very different places right now. The Blue Jays, nice start for them, 16 and 9. The Mariners, 11 and 14, kind of reeling right now. But my answer is going to be the team that's doing better. I think it's the Blue Jays because the Mariners, they're expected to make the playoffs and we expect them to be there in the conversation with the AL West. For the Blue Jays, this is the season where we need to take the next step. We've seen the 92-win season where they didn't make the playoffs. We saw it last year where they made it and they were a first-round bump. And this is a team that a lot of people pick as kind of a World Series darling, a fun World Series pick. And they have all the pieces there to be beating every other American League team, including those Houston Astros that we mentioned before. I need to see them at least win a playoff series this year. I'd love to see them in the ALCS because it's getting to the point where it's not just about playoff experience. It's about winning playoff series now. And they have the pitching staff to do it. If everything's clicking with Bassett, Kikuchi has looked really good. Manoa turned in his best start, his last start at uh, at Yankee stadium. This is a blue Jays team that I hope has a chip on their shoulder and won't act like they've been there before, because quite frankly, they haven't yet. I think the uh, I think it's Manoa and Castillo tonight, isn't it? Is that yeah? The it should be a uh, flex and O and O. Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong day. It's Manoa and Castillo. Oh, that's good. That's I love that. That's tasty. Um, I would agree with you. I really agree with you. Toronto has done everything I think, for the most part, in its power to put a World Series contender on the field. Right? They've been willing to spend nine figure contracts on free agents, whether it's George Springer a few years ago. Uh, Kevin Gossman as well. They they have brought in, you know, Ryu obviously because of the injuries never worked out, but they paid him a healthy chunk. Uh, Chris Bassett as well. Kikuchi didn't come cheap. Um, and now, you know, they gave Bichette the extension to at least get him all the way to free agency. We'll see what they end up doing with Vlad. This team is primed and ready to get going. And I want to see them do that. I, I really do. The, I think it's really important that their front office has a good season. What I mean by that, when it's trade time, it's not screw it. Didn't they get Brad hand last year? I think and, was that 21 or was it last well, year? I, I, I forget if it was last year or two years ago. Last they year they got wit. It. That was their big move with Merrifield. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. That I, I'm sorry. That just doesn't move the needle enough for me. And then two years ago, it was hand. Yeah. Like, if we're going to do this, let's do it. I know there's no guarantees, but fuck it. Let's go for it. I mean, Rosie, there are some teams at the bottom of the standings right now with some really good pieces on their roster. I know Otani has been the trade buzzword, but those Chicago White Sox are 7-19, and 19, oh. and there's a lot of talented players on that roster. Yep. Just something to think about. I know. I know. I mean... And it's, they always say the bullpen's the easiest thing to fix. 
Last year, all I could remember was when they lost to Seattle, them having that lead, and then the Mariners come back, and you're just like, it, it felt like there were six guys that were in a revolving door from the mound to the dugout because they couldn't get anybody out. That's to one lead. Drive you nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Just That's just not good enough. So we'll see what they do. Uh, I hope that they are able to get something done. All right, Jolly, question for you. Do you know when Mother's Day is? Uh, May 20th. Oh, my God, May 14th. If you show up May 20th and say Happy Mother's Day, you're going to get your ass kicked out of the house. I'm just Mom, don't listen you. to this, please. So listen, I, then you listen to me right now. I'm listening. If you're looking for something for Mother's Day, let Lightbox lab-grown diamonds do all the work. Lightbox actually makes lab-grown diamonds that you'll love with pricing that you will understand. Even for somebody who's in their mid-20s like you, Jolly, they've got sparkly studs. They've got brilliant necklaces. The gems will make mom's jaw drop. Or your spouse, somebody special. Just get it for them. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds. It is a guaranteed W for you. So this year, forget about the uh, perfume. Forget about the flowers, that sort of stuff. That's sweet. You can do that any time of year. But if you want to be the MVP of Mother's Day, Jolly Isle, get the gift that she will never forget. And I want to save you some money. If you use the promo code baseball today, 10, you're going to get 10% off that purchase. So shop Lightbox Lab Grown Diamonds. Use baseball today, 10. You're going to get 10% off your purchase. Believe me, you'll be writing us notes. You'll be flooding on our YouTube page saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mom loved it, and now I'm our favorite kid. That's May 13th. It. It's in the brain. <laughs> Time right now for our MLB nine innings question of the week. We always appreciate everybody sending in these good creative questions. I wish we could give away a Baseball Today t-shirt to each and every one of you, but we can't. That's according to Jimmy and Jake, not me. I would do it. <laughs> so today are uh let's see here i gotta figure out who the winner is on this one kev oh sorry oh my god oh that's the wrong one no oh, no oh my god oh no yeah oh jesus all right i think i have it it's the wrong one if you want me you to do? pull Hold it up on. oh I there think it is there it is there it is you got it my bad evan evan i'm sorry about that sorry kevin i I think I got you earlier this year, so I don't feel that bad. If you could rewrite <laughs> one moment in baseball history, what would you choose and how would you rewrite it? Personally, Steve Bartman would have never attended the 2003 NLCS. Evan Crager, good job on this question. What do you have? This is a great question. Uh, I'm going to go with a non-Mets answer because all the Mets answers are kind of sad, uh, and I don't want to relive that right now. And I'm going to go with the fun one because we've never seen, as far as I know, we've never seen a World Series end with a play at the plate. And I think of the 2014 mm. Series a lot. The dropped ball by Gregor Blanco, Alex Gordon hustling around the bases, finding the ball. The ball hits the cutoff man as he rounds third, and the Royals third base coach throws up the hands and the the ball goes to Salvador Perez at bat. I would have loved to see a wave because Madison Bumgarner was unhittable. And what a moment it would have been to either see the Royals tie world series game seven in the ninth with two outs, three to three or a play at the plate and a beautiful cutoff route, seal a world series win for the giants. That would have been a play that I think would be replayed all the time. 
And instead, we get a stop sign and then a pop out in foul territory. Yeah, that's a great, great call. Uh, I forget what his name was. Jerlishy or something, the the third base coach. I, I forget. You know, he's a longtime baseball guy. There were people giving him crap afterward for all that, saying, oh, we needed to see a play at the plate. You know, Alex Gordon's a good athlete. He was almost a third by the time the ball was getting close to Crawford, all sorts of stuff. That's a wonderful, wonderful call. Interestingly enough, you and I are in the same territory. Mm. It involves the Kansas City Royals. Oh, no. It's in the same stadium. It's in the 1985 World Series. It is game six. The Cardinals lead the series three games to two. They lead the, in the ninth inning of game six, one nothing. They've got their closer, Todd Worrell, on. This is the first batter of the inning, George Orta. He is called safe by first base umpire Don Denkinger. You've got Tommy Herr going nuts. You've got Jack Clark going nuts. Here comes Whitey Herzog to argue. As you clearly see, he is out by almost a full step. Now, obviously, we did not have instant replay. Denkinger did not. It wasn't that he thought that Worrell's foot was off the base. He said, I honestly thought that Orta beat him to the bag. He had a chat. Now, what happened was Kansas City scored two in the in the ninth. They forced a game seven where they blew out St. Louis. By the way, Denkinger was behind home plate. He ended up throwing Joaquin Andahar, pitcher for the Cardinals, and Whitey Herzog out of the game the next day. But Herzog went nuts after the game. He said, I can't believe he blew the call. He took it away from us. We should be celebrating a World Series win. Peter Ubroth, who was the commissioner of baseball at the time, went down and met with Denkinger after the game. Denkinger said, did I get it right? And Ubroth, all he did was shake his head. And Denkinger had to live with this. He got a lot of death threats, all sorts of stuff. Eventually, I wouldn't say he made amends with the city of St. Louis, but he did a bunch of charity things where he would sign pictures of game six. He actually did a charity thing at Whitey Herzog's event in the early 2000s. But this is a moment where I would like to see it reversed just to see how the rest of the inning would play out. Yeah, I mean, that was a really talented Cardinals team, uh, one that I'm personally familiar with because I know my 86 Mets, and that was the team they kind of had to beat out uh, in the year Mm -hmm. that followed. But yeah, that's a call that could completely change the trajectory of that World Series. And the whole talk with the Royals winning in 15 was the fact that they hadn't won in 30 years. Hell, they might have not won this year, and the drought might have been even longer for those Royals. So that changed a lot. Yeah, I always I don't ever like talking about calls and umpires, particularly because Jack Clark actually dropped a pop up that inning in foul territory. Steve Balboni ended up getting a hit. Uh, There was a pass ball where two guys moved up in scoring position and eventually Orge got the hit that that led to the two one Kansas City win. So there were a lot of opportunities for for, uh, St. Louis to close this out on their own. But if there's one out and nobody on, maybe the inning ends up being a little different instead of leadoff man on. So it's a great pick, Rosie. Yeah. Thank you so much for the question. The question was great. Most importantly, Jolly Olive, you are a lifesaver. You are. I always love having you on the show. You're great. You're informative. You're funny. You do your homework. You know a lot about baseball. You're passionate. And you're available at a phone call. It's amazing. First man off the bench. No, no, there's no bench here. There's no bench (laughs) at John Boy Media. There's no bench. There's no bench. Thank you for having me, Rosie. Absolutely. By the way, we're not allowed to talk about the results. Did you have fun playing the ball and play tournament? I had a I had a decent bit of fun. It was it was a very fun weekend. You know, there were obstacles in the way, but the crew crushed it and the teams were great. And yep. the cricket players were a joy to be around. 
And don't forget, Blitzball Battle 3 debuts this weekend on our Warehouse Games channel. We'll all be live in the chat for that one. It is an, I heard the production looks amazing. Oh, I can't boy. wait to see it. And the actual entertainment inside of our four walls of the warehouse is off the charts great. So we'll see you Sunday. Do we know what time that debuts? Is that a six o'clock Eastern start? You know, that is something we should definitely know. And I don't think we do. I'm going to say six o'clock okay. Eastern. That feels right. Yeah. All right. So everybody should uh, should give that a look. Just follow our social media channels. We're going to blast out. We'll all be in the chat having fun. And uh, hopefully you'll love it on Sunday. All right. So for the talented and always dependable Jolly Olive, you can hear him on Shea Station and his amazing baseball reference, which is just taken off. And our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Roy. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Monday on Baseball Today. Ball and Play 2 presented by DraftKings is underway. Head over to our Warehouse Games channel to see all the action from Ball and Play. Get some skin in the game and download the DraftKings app right now. Don't forget to use our promo code WAREHOUSE. That's promo code WAREHOUSE only at DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours.